Girls Gone Wad. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 221. Hi, Claire. We were just talking about crispy hugs. We were talking about crispy <laughs> hugs. I had some delicious crispy chicken for dinner. And yeah. Felt like a crispy hug. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, warm chicken sounds like a nice fall hug. And Claire said Plus crispy, crispy skin. hugs. So tasty. Yeah. Are you feeling any better? Yeah. That was the worst. I had just like the most miserable five days um and it was not yeah just like felt like crap didn't want to move didn't want to do anything certainly didn't want to compete at girls gone rx no which happened right, in the right. Of that. yeah yeah how did it feel to be sick with a toddler because you can't really yeah. you can't really rest no. when you have a toddler you super cannot <laughs> and since i so miles goes to daycare I live about 40 minutes away from where I work and Miles goes to daycare a block away from my office. And that was the decision that we made before we moved to Longmont because back when we lived in Golden, that was when we needed to decide where to put him in daycare. Mm. And knowing that we were going to move a couple more times, I didn't want to have to move him oh, um, right. yeah. every time that we moved. I knew I was going to be at the same job. And so long story short, I did not, I t- didn't want to have to drive like basically an hour and a half every morning and afternoon to go get him, drop him off and get him um and so I just kept him home with me and yeah we just like watched a lot of Daniel Tiger <laughs> on the Jumbotron the Finding Dory like so much Finding Dory yeah. yes on my on my home theater yeah is he still into cars so, too Mater he no he's backed off of Mater his oh. new focus really is Finding Dory did he respond at all to the photo I sent of my parents real life door uh real life Mater yeah I mean he's, oh he was so, like you know he's yeah. like Mater oh yeah he's <laughs> like pointing yeah. It's a picture yeah. of Mater. Great. Mater. More. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I want to start yes. with a question, or I'm sorry, a, I want to start from with an email from one of our listeners that had a really beautiful BFF request, and I just want to honor it because I think it's adorable. So this is from Carrie, and she says, I have a friend who has to be one of your biggest followers. She tells everyone to listen in and references you girls all the time. She is a CrossFitter, health nut, animal lover, and all-around kindest person I know. I could go into detail about how she has led her life with gratitude and happiness, even though she hasn't always had the easiest path, Easiest path. but I know y'all are busy. Um, no, Carrie, we truly <laughs> will, will, like, we love all these emails. Yeah, of all the, of yeah. All the things to expound on, please yeah. expound upon your friend's gratitude. Seriously, and like, I could because read more of that. people don't think that we're too busy to read a lot of other way less helpful crap. <laughs> Truly. Uh, She really puts forth an effort to make other people happy and is good to the core. Her name is Paula McBride. I call her Positive Paula. Hi, Paula. She lives in Viola, Tennessee. It would make her year if you could give her a shout out on an upcoming podcast. Aww. Hi, Paula. Thanks, Positive Paula. Paula. (laughs) That's like the cutest thing ever. And thanks for her BFF. Carrie for like just taking the time to give your friend a shout out on the podcast that just warms my heart to the core. Uh, All right, positive. Yeah, keep. We need more of that right now. We really do. Okay, so Girls Gone RX was fun. It was very cold, and that's all I have to say about that. (laughs) It was like it was so cold. Um, The competition was really fun. I mean, every single year there's just more and more people, and I just love the vibe. It's always just females kicking ass and who doesn't want to watch that so that was a great event this past weekend but like I said it was a little bit too cold for my liking like I can always tell when I'm really cold because my lips start to turn blue so I was like in the bath (laughs) I was in the bathroom I was like oh yeah it's a little too cold for me 
But <laughs> yeah, they had this going great. Yeah, they had this amazing setup where the recovery tent um, you could pay a one time fee and or it was like a group fee for your um, for your team, mm. which I kind of liked at first. I was like, why are they charging for this? But now I understand at an event this big, if you just char- give like free chiropractic and massages and everything away it's going to be like a line out an opportunity well it's going to be like in a line out the door you know so you're not really ever going to take advantage of it so it's kind of cool because you had like an exclusive uh area to go recover so i sat between workouts doing the recovery pants and the compression (laughs) the compression pants those sound really fun that sounds kind of dirty i have my recovery pants (laughs) my recovery pants on uh and then I had some fascial stretching, and I think that's it. Yeah, they, there was there's there were four ice baths there, and oh, thank you. Me, literally, no one was using them. One girl. I want to know who she is because because it was like snowing. I was like, why don't you just sit She's like. like Doing like, the Wim Hof method. Yeah, exactly. I, part of me wanted to just be like, girl, just take your clothes off and sit out here. I mean, it's really, right. it's really it's fun. Like 50 degrees and raining. You don't yeah. need to sit in an ice bath. <laughs> this is very silly of you. Yeah. So, um, but we did great. I mean, it was just one of those things where we did the workouts. It was um, in this arena, so they didn't have a rig. Um, oh yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So they did mostly body weight movements and then they had a lot of med ball box jumps, like things that you could easily move around, move around and transport. So they didn't have to transport a ton of equipment. Mm -hmm. So it was really cool. Um, a lot of good sponsors there. The chesty was there. got to hang out with some of the birth fit gals again, Hi, Melissa. She's so sweet. And I was so cold that I was on a mission to just find a hot beverage. And it turns out there's really no hot beverages in Elitch's because all they <laughs> all they sell is like it's a theme park. pretzels and soda pop. And so I was like running around. I'm like, I'm, de- I'm determined to find a hot beverage. Like, I just need hot water. I don't care what they do. And I go to <laughs> Melissa and Melissa's like, she's, she, remember the amazing coffee maker at BirthFit? Yeah. And it was Melissa's and she had it at the, at the BirthFit booth. And I was just like, oh my God, Melissa, you have the coffee maker. She's like, I ran out of water. I'm like, I will go find water. And so <laughs> I was like running around the theme park with an empty water jug. I swear to God. And then Donnie was there from Under 30 Experiences. So, oh yeah. Um, and his girlfriend was there too. She's so sweet. And fiance, aren't they engaged? Oh yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Fiance. Yes. God, and I know. God. Um, and so, uh, oh, what was I saying? Oh, he, yeah. I was talking. For, yeah. I was water. talking to them and I was like running around the park and they're like, what is she doing? Because I was like, every, I was like doing laps around the park with an empty water bottle trying to find water. Anyway, I made it happen. We made coffee and I totally hoarded it. People were coming by like, is that coffee? And I was like, no, it's not. No, <laughs> there's no, Certainly ste- not. the steam you see coming out of this is just because it's cold outside. There's nothing in here to see. <laughs> Move along. Move along. So if you guys ever have a booth out there, if you guys like want to attract people, turns out all you need to do is give away free coffee because that shit is really really popular turns out yeah like the most popular beverage on earth yeah but we missed you i had to laugh because you said that you were like still in bed when i texted you after our first workout oh yeah i was fully still asleep when you guys competed in the first workout (laughs) it was great smart girl yep anyway um do you want to talk a little bit about our upcoming upcoming challenge 
Yes. And I think we Do need to we talk want to about process this for a second. We've yeah. A lot of people who've asked us whether or not we're doing a whole 30 in October. And the answer is we are not. And I know that that is disappointing because a, we haven't really talked about it up until now. And yeah. I know that some people have been like waiting for us to do this. And they were like, I was going to do it in September. I waited to do it in October because you guys were going to do it. We are not doing one. And I'm sorry that we aren't doing it. And I'm sorry that we've waited so long to tell you, but feel free still to go back and follow along with our um, whole 30 podcast episodes. But also the reason we're not doing it is because in November we are launching a new challenge. It's going to be 30 days. And it basically the goal of the challenge is to help you hone in on why you make the food choices that you make and help kind of teach you the best way to guide those choices and really like get down to your why when it comes to why are you seeking out certain nutritional things? Are you seeking out certain, even, you know, you can expand that into working out and being healthy. Like what really, what really is the purpose behind all that? And then once you can focus on that purpose, then are you still going to make the same restrictive decisions? Are you going to look, hopefully you're going to look at food and look at eating in a completely different way in a way that is really comes down to truly healthy decisions and not just healthy weight loss or healthy calories or healthy macros or healthy, even, you know, healthy whole 30 that really like truly helps you understand what it means to you and your body and your mind and your spirit and your soul to make a healthy choice. Yeah. No pressure. Yeah. And yeah. And I know that sounds really deep, but Claire and I, we've been really struggling with um, doing a challenge of sorts for that reason is that uh, I... I, but we we both have been through the ringer with all Claire. I think you've tried a lot more than I have, but I think that um, we all go in it with the intention of I want to be healthy. But I what I see, and I think Claire would agree, is that we kind of go into this with um, wanting to, even if we are aware of it or not, that we go into it with an idea of I want to fix something or I want to lose weight or I want to get stronger or whatever, whatever. And we kind of put that as an end goal where I think Claire and I want to have an intention of that is kind of more of a, uh, I, I don't want to say like a side note or like a, you know, a I byproduct, think, I but think I think, come, yeah, I think what it comes down to is that when you go into something saying I'm doing this to get healthy, rarely do you ever take the time to sit down and define what healthy actually means. And so very quickly you revert back to old habits of uh, chasing after things that you've been told in the past that you're supposed to chase. Right. And I think that's where we've all gotten into a lot of trouble. And I think that we'd like to help create a platform for you to actually be able to take the time and create the, create the space to actually define what that means to you and then explore, okay, now that I know what that means, how can I actually get there mm-hmm. versus, well, I'm being told I need to keep a food journal. So I guess that means I need to track my calories because that's what that's meant in the past. Yeah. You and know, it's not, so. it's not really connected and there's not really any inner motivation. So you're kind of, right. it's what we like to call the external locus of control. So you want to like really, we want to, <laughs> the external locus of control so locust? it's like locus of control, locus. What's not, a lo- what not, does locus mean? So you're like your internal, so it's more or less saying this is... How do you spell locus? L-O-C-U-S. Oh, okay. So kind of like locust. Kind of like that. I just, it helps me <laughs> to visualize in my mind when I think of words that are like other words. Yeah. Like one time, one time one of my friends bought a dog and they named him Swede. And they're like, his name's Swede. And I was like, oh, like weed with an S? And they're like, yes, Claire. <laughs> It just helps me. That's I, how my brain is. You know what? I I can appreciate that. I totally appreciate that. <laughs> locus, like locus with a T. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
So it's more or less saying, like, my mind. <laughs> I love it. I like when that happens, actually. It's really funny. So we ha- I have another <laughs> tangent to go on with yeah. explaining okay. all this. Yeah, because I, I will forget. So it's more or less saying, like, the motivation's coming from you. We're trying to, like, pull it out of you. We're trying to get you to tell us what your motivation is versus I'm just going to follow this plan. And it's, like, an external. Yeah, versus um, us I have, telling you what your goal should be. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, or the fact that you have no control over it. And it's, like, this outer stuff that you're just, like, well, I'm just going to let that lead me versus, like, we really want you to take ownership of this. And also, I have to say that I want, I think both of us really are focused on um, evaluating where you are when you go into this. So we don't want you to say, you know, we're, we're going through this cycle again. Like if you picture a circle and you have a start point where they're like, oh, I feel kind of crappy. I want to get healthier, quote unquote healthier. And then you go through this place of like, oh, I'm going to, you know, really tighten things up and I'm going to restrict myself or I'm going to go clean eat or whatever. Like we want to make sure that you're really focusing on that inner goal again. Like that's not that's fine and all, but we have to notice a pattern that every single diet or way of eating is going to take you through this cycle of you're starting from a place where you don't feel so great or you don't feel so great about yourself. And then you cycle through the steps of either restriction or, you know, taking quote unquote bad things out of your diet. And then it just like starts to go into this bad place. So we're trying to be super mindful about it. And I do, I think with every challenge or program that I go on or try to, you know, adopt some type of healthy behavior, I learn a really good thing about it. I always take away something positive. But I think what we want to try to do is really get you to put yourself at the center of it as opposed to just being fed this information and going through this mindless cycle again. Yes. Okay. Go and ahead. I think when it comes to, well, that's the tangent for oh, a little yeah. bit later. Okay. But when it comes to Whole30, I think you know, we both had really positive experiences. We think that it's a really helpful tool, but it also is a very extreme way of eating. It's pretty restrictive. And if you are the type of person who, um, restriction is not mentally healthy for you, then the whole 30 is not something that is going to be healthy for you. And so we didn't want necessarily to promote a huge group whole 30 after really thinking it through and realizing like this is a tool that can be easily abused. And I think is abused by some people who do it or people who are, you know, say that, oh, I'm going to eat whole 30 for the next six months. Like we've talked about that on our, on our bonus episodes, you know, that's not the way the program is intended. That's not, unless you have like an autoimmune disease, it's not really the the purpose behind it. But I think that, um, just keeping that in mind, we wanted to once again, just sort of address things from the core. So anyway, we were talking a lot about this. It's still in development. Um, we are going to launch it at the beginning of November. So it's going to take you through Thanksgiving. It's going to get you to the end of November and hopefully set you up for success for um, December and the holidays and how crazy that can be and how, you know, people always kind of like go off the bandwagon and in December and kind of like give yourself the month off prior to your New Year's resolution. And that's just a really silly way of thinking about things. And so we're hoping to set you up for success going into that and then hopefully even set you up for more success if you do want to tackle some sort of New Year's uh, resolution that hopefully this will help you learn how to think about that in a more productive way. So yeah, like think about this program, think about this as like a launching pad to continue building healthy habits Uh, and healthy not being like, I'm eating salad for breakfast. Like, it's not what we're talking about. No. We're talking so about keep, something completely different. Yeah. So keep an eye out. More information is going to come out. Um, 
as always, the fastest way to get direct info is from our newsletter. You can go to girlsgonewebpodcast.com forward slash newsletter to sign up. Um, there also is a sign up right. If you just go to girlsgonewebpodcast.com, like there's a header right on the front page that has, or you can put in your email and sign up for the newsletter. And it's just, um, you know, we include a lot of heads up and sort of, hey, this is when it's coming on the pipeline sort of information in that newsletter, but also just watch our social channels. It'll, it'll be everywhere soon. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the tangent I was going to go on, this is completely diverging. Okay. Have we talked about synesthesia before on the podcast? We might have. It sounds familiar. Why? It's that thing where like in your mind, you have like two different pathways going at the same time. Oh, no, we haven't. We haven't? Mm-mm, I don't think we have. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm, not really. Okay, so a couple of, like, maybe, like, two years ago, I was listening to a, probably must have been, like, a radio lab, and it was talking about these people who have these, like, crazy memories. And not crazy, like, their memories are, like, their actual memories are crazy, but, like, crazy, like, they can remember insane amounts of detail. Like, the kind of people who, like, can memorize pi to a thousand digits. And one of the things that they found these people had in common, or a lot of them, was that they had, when they thought of a number they saw something else in their brain as well so for some people it was like a color for some people it was like oh, completely abstract yeah, yeah for some people it like was a 3d sort of representation in some way of that number and as this guy is sitting there talking and he's explaining what like kind of what that means and someone else is like well when I think of a number like I just see like maybe that number drawn out if anything like I don't see you know this person like doesn't see a number line anything like that for the first time in my life, I realized that not everyone sees what I see when I think about numbers and like that. And I, so come to find out that I have this thing. And so when I, and this, I thought about this because a minute ago and I was telling you how my brain is organized around words. When I think of numbers or letters or really anything that's in a predictable order. So that includes like the calendar, the time of the day, um, your age, your like the temperature outside like anything that is that is in order mm-hmm. the alphabet in my mind I have a 3d like it's different for everything but in my mind there is like a um it's so hard to describe it's like I'm standing in a room looking at this like I'm standing on like a like a track and the track is the number line and I'm like walking up and down it looking at my different numbers <laughs> You have little people in your head. <laughs> no, it's me. It's I know. Me. So, like, so like, but like, so if I think of like the number two and then I, and then I want to get to the number eight, I like walk down the line in my mind and I'm, it's not like me and my body walking, but it's like, I move through space in that way to like get to the number eight. Wow. And it's this like girl this is deep. for, it's, but like, I didn't realize that this did not happen to everyone. Yeah. And then I heard this podcast and I was like, what do you mean? That's not everyone. I told you, Brandon, he's like, no, you're nuts. <laughs> and, and then also he was like, well, now I understand why you have like such a crazy memory for like stuff. Where I'm like, no, yeah. Brandon, you don't understand. We had this conversation. It was while we were sitting at the intersection on in the car and like the song was playing. And he's like, why do you remember that? Like, cause in my mind, but like, is that I the have same for... reason why, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Is that the reason why you also like trace things with your fingers when you talk? No, that's just a tick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys don't know what I'm talking about, but when Claire, when Claire and I record, mostly when we record, I don't think I've seen you do it when we're like out at dinner I... or anything, but when we record, no. she traces while we're talking, she just traces things on the floor with her finger, like, uh, like nonstop. 
And it's I, it, I'm so saying, yeah, and I, the words that I'm saying, I just like yeah, pick a word she and she picks words it. and she traces it as she's talking. And the first time she was doing it, I was like, okay, that's just something she does. Like I, we all fidget. <laughs> but then when one day I was like, Claire, what are you doing? Is she, so I mean, now I, I don't even pay attention because it's so normal. But like I don't yeah. re- like now I realize like that's something she does that people probably don't realize. Like she just yeah, constantly it's my, is it's moving. My tick. I'm constantly I'm like either with my finger like writing in cursive or I'll type with my fingers. Yeah. I've never seen you type. Mm-hmm. You just do cursive when you're with me. So I don't know what that's yeah. about. It's so fancy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do still have great handwriting. Yeah. Maybe that's why. It's because I was practiced. Um, but anyway, so if you have synesthesia, I would be curious to know. Or maybe you're finding out just right now that you have synesthesia. Yeah. And you are coming to realize that not everybody sees like a flash of red light when they think of the number six. Yeah. Well, it's I've heard you. of like... Uh, Pharrell, is it kind of like when he, so I've heard for him, and actually I've heard him talk about this, is when he hears music, he sees colors. Is that the same thing? Yes. So, yep. It it can show up in a lot of different ways. For me, Mm -hmm. it's anything that's like in an order. Yeah. Some people, like it happens with music. Other people, it happens like with smells. Basically, the word synesthesia means anytime, I don't know exactly, like literally what it means, but basically it's like anytime one sense is tied to another sense. That's so interesting. And so for me, it's like when I think about those, um, I guess for me, it's like I when I try to visualize um, numbers, it becomes like, I mean, I guess there's just like vi- one visualization to another. So it's not like a center, a hearing thing. Um, but it's basically what it means is that when you store memories, it's stored in two, like two different ways because it's activating more than one part of your brain. Yeah. And it actually is a disorder in categorizing. So when you're developing, you, you know, your brain is developing, you're learning like, well, this is, these are the different categories. And so you file away numbers in this category and colors in this category and time space in this category. Well, my categories never formed correctly. And so they're all just together. Hmm. I think it's pretty interesting, though. I it's mean, really I interesting. I don't think it's like a bad thing. I think it's no, it's not a bad thing. I mean, it's called a disorder because it's like different from what it's supposed to be. Right. But no, it's not like a problem. Yeah. In fact, I think it's really fun, yeah. and it helps me do math in my head. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And I can remember like exactly when things happen. Like when I think about our like um, trip to Iceland next year, I can like walk through time and get to like May thirtieth of next year, and that's also why I remember dates pretty easily because like it has a spot in my brain where I live. Like a physical spot. Does it drive Brendan crazy? Yeah, he you have it. like a steel trap memory. Yeah, I have absolute ironclad memory when, for a lot of things. Not everything. Some things like appointments that I miss. Um, like if somebody tells me something, I don't and I don't necessarily like internalize it, then it doesn't go. But if I like make my own appointment or if I think about something a bunch of times, um, yeah, it's just like it's on the it's on the number line now. Okay, I don't want to talk about spouses, but for one second. <laughs> No, just because I realized like two weeks ago, Scott was listening to the podcast and I was like, I'm fucked. <laughs> Look, Scott, this was not part of the plan. I mean, it was on our anniversary dinner and he was like, so I heard you talking about this on the podcast and I was like record like, scratch. No, 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 no. This is not a world you're supposed to join. And <laughs> um, no, 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 stop. And uh, but Scott has the man flu right now and I'm trying so oh, hard to be. <laughs> <laughs> to be nice, but like, yeah, like, like, but here's the thing is now he knows that we call it the man flu. And so no. last, yeah. So last night or he knows, I guess that we make fun of him. This is like, they're learning to think for themselves. 
they're on to us. They're like, <laughs> oh no. So, um, Soylent Green is people. <laughs> so last night he's like, oh, I don't feel so good. And I just like keep my mouth shut because I'm like, oh God. All I'm thinking is I cannot wait to text Claire. Tickle. Just, yeah, yeah. Tickle. Can't wait to text Claire and Jess that my husband has the man flu. I'm like filing in my head. I was like, I cannot wait to text them this because like here it comes. And we were like making the bed together, and he's like, Oh no, I have the man flu. I I'm not going to say anything though. I'm not going to talk about it. And I'm like, You're talking about it. You really want to talk about how how horrible you feel? Oh no, that's amazing. And then he just gets so stuck on where it came from, like. Tonight he just wanted to. <laughs> tonight he just wanted to process. Your laugh is making me laugh, by the way. Like, cause you're sick. Your laugh is like that cartoon dog that, like, just air laughs. <laughs> it's making me laugh so hard. Um, <laughs> no, I just totally made you cough. But uh, yeah, so like, he wants to process where it came from. So tonight he was like, Oh, do you think it's something I ate? I ate. And I just sit there and I'm biting my tongue. Cause I'm like, get the flu I'm like, I just, uh, like a sweetheart. I know. He's like, I just, I want to, I mean this, t- I've never been this sick at this time of year. And I'm just like, I just bite my tongue. I'm like, Oh, are we going to sit and process this all night? Or are you just going to focus on getting better? Because, uh, That's Lord so almighty. Funny. It's so funny. But I always oh, feel really bad at like um, the time that Brandon had like what the hell did he have? Dengue he- fever. <laughs> it literally had dengue. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh never gonna live that one down. Yeah, Where I made fun of him for being sick, and it turned out that he literally had dengue fever. He just got back from Honduras. He did like a medical oh volunteer God. trip in Honduras, and he got a dengue fever. Then he came home. And he was super sick, and I was like, "Stop being so dramatic." Suck it up. Had dengue fever. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we're talking about a guy who sticks, you know, clean up up his nose when he has allergies. Yeah, like a tampon in his nostrils. <laughs> I think you sent us a stalking picture once of him doing that. Like you took a picture without him knowing it, and you yeah. sent it to us. Yeah. I was like, guys, this is what happens when he like has a runny nose instead of walking around sniffing or instead of, I don't know, blowing his nose. He just takes wads of toilet paper and shoves them into his nostril and just walks around the house like that and just looks miserable. I'm like, Brandon, just blow your nose. He's like, no, uh, this works better. I'm like, there's literally no possible way that this works better. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Oh, I also want to uh, quickly address the Emmy thing because we had people be like, I want to, I never heard the story because it'll take like two seconds. But you took pictures of yourself with Emmy. Yeah. So I I posted pictures. uh, The Emmys were a couple weekends ago. And so I posted pictures of my Emmys on the uh, Insta story. So basically, at my old job, I uh, produced commercials and public service announcements with the kids that I worked with. So I was working with at risk youth and uh, literal after school specials. Yes. Literal after school specials. And so, um, the story of like how it came to be, was probably like in our fourth or fifth episode. It was like super early when Claire and I talked about it and you can go back and listen to that because it's just not worth repeating. But basically like the way I stumbled into it was kind of just like this weird, uh, happy accident. And so I, uh, worked with a local TV station to produce some, um, after school specials as it were. And so people don't know this about the Emmys, but there, you can get an Emmy 
from whatever chapter that you work in. So just because there's not like just the LA Emmys. So I think that's what everyone thinks of an Emmy is when you're like, oh, did you go to LA? Like, no, there's Emmys everywhere. Yeah, like so the Den- like the local yeah, Denver Emmys. So there's a, it's called the Heartland Emmys. And so it's like four states. And so between four states here, um, and I can't remember it's like Wyoming and whatever else is around us, but there's um, four... <laughs> There's like four states that participate, so there's really not like a lot of them that enter, but the Heartland Emmys are, um, you have to enter your work. So that's another thing about Emmys is that people like, especially all the big wig channels that brag about all the Emmys they win, it's because they have freaking huge budgets to enter like 50 million Emmy uh, nominations. And so the fact that our little projects won, we were so proud of that because we had one shot to win. <laughs> so every year when we won, I... I could have swore I was like, this is the best day of my life because, you know, winning against like nine news or seven channel seven, like all the big producers here. Um, and our little, like, I mean, it was a, it was still a local news station, but it was a smaller station. So the fact that we won ours were like, just, you know, sticking it to the big guys. We were like, yeah, because we were like, sticking this- it to channel nine. Yeah, news. totally. And like, we always felt like no offense to people in channel nine news or like whatever channel seven, but all the big stations, like, they just had like 50 tables that they would buy and we were there with like trying to just sit at our back. It was just so funny because we're we're just right. the, super underdogs. So that was probably four or five years of my life that I really dedicated to that project, which was really cool. But they sit in the podcast room and I had to bring them out and watch the Emmys and it was really funny. Every once in a while yeah. I dust them off. But um, so that's the story on that. Uh, let's talk about leggings real quick. Yeah. This so is so exciting. collaboration with Four Athletics. They are our favorite people. You guys have heard us talk about them like a million times. And so finally, um, we did our most recent tank top order, which was not through Four Athletics, but like right before the CrossFit Games, we did some tank tops. And then we reached back out to them and said, hey, you know, we really would love to maybe do another tank top. And they're like, you know what? Actually, we were thinking even bigger. How would you guys like to design your own legging design? We're what? like, heck yeah, we do. <laughs> So we went on Pinterest because that's where all good ideas are born uh-huh. in 2017 mm-hmm. and found some inspiration for some different patterns and worked with their designer who you know helped us design our custom pattern. And um, they had just launched a new style of legging, which is like a high or waisted. I hesitate to say high waist because I wouldn't really call it like high waist, true high waist, um, higher waisted pocket it's, legging. It's and pretty so, high. Yeah. I mean, it's, but it's like, it's hits like right at your belly button. Like for me, I think a true high waist sits at like your natural waist, which is like about an inch above your belly button. <laughs> it's your chest bone. <laughs> yeah. Just I, I do have a pair of legs like that. I know you do. That's why I was yeah. laughing. Cause I'm like, they're pretty high yeah. waisted. So like, if yeah. you, by the way, this is a side note that is not brought to you by four athletics. I bought a pair of outdoor voices leggings. I didn't actually buy them. They sent them to me out of nowhere. They contacted me on my personal Instagram and they were like, Hey, can we send you some leggings? I was like, if you want to. <laughs> They were really great to work with. Like, I was like, I'm not going to turn you down. This is awesome. I didn't realize that my personal Instagram was like, I was like an influencer with my like 2,100 followers of whom like most of them are my family. Although I will say I get so much engagement on that. Like I post one picture and I'll get like 300 likes. I'm like, man, I have 15,000 followers on Girls Now and I don't get 300 likes for this picture. So thank you. If you follow my personal Instagram, thank you for being engaged. But anyway, I I digress. As I say, I regress. That's a different situation. I digress. Are you still there? I'm here. <laughs> I just wanted to leave that hanging. I regress. 
<laughs> oh no. Okay. Anyway, I digress. They sent me some leggings. They were like, hey, go pick out some leggings. I'll send you whatever you want. And so um, I was like, oh, great. I'm going to get these high-waisted leggings. Well, they came and they literally touch my sternum. So if you are someone who's tall and have a long torso and have been looking for high-waisted leggings, go check out Outdoor Voices because their high-waisted leggings do not fuck around. No. They are he so could, like, high. To, he could, like literally, I could wear a sports bra and tuck them in to the bottom of the sports yeah. bra and then it would just be a bodysuit. Yeah. If you great. got scared, you could just put them over your head and like hide exactly. in them. It would be like that people of Walmart where the woman tucks her saggy boobs into her pants oh. and just like wears it like a romper <laughs> yeah if i had way bigger boobs i could do that yeah okay goals anyway, Hashtag goals. <laughs> so if that's your goal in life is to tuck your saggy boobs into your highway so no aim higher let's aim let's aim, aim higher ladies aim higher <laughs> aim higher like a full romper higher like your collarbone um <laughs> But if you are a tall person with long torso and you have been wanting to try high-waisted leggings and none of them are high enough for you, go to Outdoor Voices. If you are an, a, an human, if you are just a, a person who doesn't necessarily need really ultra-high-waisted leggings, these ones are great from 4Athletics. So um, we created this this custom legging. It's a custom print. It's a new style that they have. It's a little bit higher than their normal legging. If you already have their normal legging, it's like probably what, three inches higher rise. Mm-hmm. Has a side pocket for your phone. I or for love your snacks. the freaking side pocket. Yeah. Snack pocket, phone, phone pocket, credit card and pocket, dog walking pocket. Yeah. Dog bags, dog mm-hmm. bags. Mm-hmm. And the, they don't, the, the um, pattern has some gray in it, but it does not show sweat. Nope. And it's just really fantastic and comfortable. And we love supporting 4Athletics. And it was so fun to get to do this. And so go check out our Instagram. Go check out the 4Athletics Instagram if you want to see what it looks like. It's like a a triangle pattern with gray and a couple different grays and white. And then go to 4Athletics.com to order. Um, It's the first linking up on their homepage. And so you can just go to 4Athletics.com and you'll see it right there. Um, We have, I think, by the time you guys hear this, we will have like two, maybe three more days to order. Yep. And um, another great way to support the podcast. Yes. Yeah. And they're so fun. You know, what's really fun. I just had a moment when I was working out this morning because I wore them to the gym and a few people in my class pointed and said, Oh my gosh, those are the four athletics leggings. And, and I've, I had this proud moment where I was like, yeah, we designed these. Like, this is really cool. Instead of being like, oh, yeah, I got them at blah, blah, blah. Um, You're like, yeah. I, yeah, like, these, these only we, exist because of me. Yeah, like, we helped design these. And I part, like, for a moment, I was like, that's a really cool feeling. And so yeah. uh, a couple girls came in. They were just like, oh, my gosh, I ordered a pair. Those are so awesome. I want to be like, yeah, we designed these. Like, this is really, like, go buy them. And you get, like, even I, I, more excited. I was thinking about that, and then I was thinking about that, that scene in Sweet Home Alabama where Reese Witherspoon is in the bar, and the gal, the lady with it, when she's like, you have a baby in a bar, that scene. Yeah. And the girl's like, I love your shirt. I think I have the same one from Walmart. And Reese Witherspoon's like, no, I designed this. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> Pretty much exactly. It's exactly, it's exactly that. Um, so thank you guys for supporting the Girls Gone Wad, yes. Wad leggings. And I also want you guys to tag us in photos and send us I know. I'm so excited for you guys pictures. to get them. Yeah. And they're shiny. Like, Yay. not shiny. They're soft. Super soft. That they're material soft. that's, like, super luxurious. Um, yes. Okay. So can I also – I'm kind of, like, doing some real-time uh, responding because I just saw an email that had a quick question about why we didn't um, talk a lot about <laughs> – 
the CrossFit Games competition uh, as far as like the individual events or athletes. And part of me wanted to laugh and be like, because we're pretty much walking around the entire time and not watching the events. And we also because talked we a didn't little, watch and we didn't have tickets to the individual. Yeah. Events, and then, the, and so I'm sorry, <laughs> Kelsey, who respond, who uh, wrote us because I was like, well, this year we didn't really watch a lot of the events because we couldn't really watch any of the events. <laughs> right. Cause we got the wrong tickets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. That's why. Yeah. And I got to say at the games, I'm just so focused on, all the people the and the vendors and the experience. It's really yeah. hard. So I apologize for people who really come to this podcast to get like the recap, but we watch, I would say watch the, uh, the after show or oh, whatever it's called. Right. <laughs> because the cool down show, the cool down show, because this is like, it's so fun for me to have the experience of walking around meeting everybody. It's like one time a year when we actually get to see everyone that we follow on social yeah, exactly. media. So we're more focused on that. And I mean, we got to hang yeah. out with Greg, Greg Glassman quite a bit. So I was going to take advantage of that and I'm not apologizing. That's true. That's true. Um, didn't you ask on Facebook for questions? Did we ask? Yeah, let's go over there really quick. I know. It's just all over the map. Let's hop, hop right over there. Let's Somebody hop. I did see asked, how's it going with my home workout? Yeah. I have worked out in my home one time. Mm-hmm. I posted about it on Instagram. You guys may remember that. that was the only time so far. Mm-hmm. And so it's not going great. Um, <laughs> but I, Okay. I'm having like a huge shift in my life as far as looking at working out and schedules and stuff like that. So I I want you to like purpose though. You're shifting on purpose. I just don't work out anymore because. (laughs) But I, but I think my shift is being like my, I think my shift, the reason I bring it up is more to be, uh, to, to not, to make sure you're not being hard on yourself about it because really, I mean, no, I'm not like hard on myself in the sense, like I don't pick myself up like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't work out today. It's more that I miss it and I want to be doing it and I feel better when I do it. And that's why it bothers me that I'm not, that I like haven't been able to find a way to like consistently work, work it into my day because I want to be doing it and I'm not. And that to me then makes me feel like I don't have time to do the things I want to do, which is true. Okay. I understand. Yeah. And that like fundamentally I think is not like the way I want to live my life. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like I'm like, oh my god, I didn't work out today. I can't have carbs. Thank That's, God. You know. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, I would, no, I, I would not, not expect if, that. If I had from thought you. that, I like literally haven't worked out consistently since like June. Mm-hmm. So it's been months now since I've been going since I've had a gym membership or have worked out consistently, and I miss it a lot. I feel better when I move. I feel better. Like I don't feel strong. I don't feel like you know. I just like. CrossFit and yeah. I miss the community and so I've been meaning to drop in at, at Longmont CrossFit or CrossFit Longmont um and the owner there Sarge has been awesome I've been talking to him a bunch and um I just when it comes down to it like I've just had the craziest couple of months at work and when I get home I'm exhausted and when in the morning the you know like that extra hour of sleep is so important to me to like function that day so and then also Brandon's uh in clinicals and so he leaves the house at literally like 5 30 in the morning and doesn't get home until like eight o'clock at night well I can't really you know I can work out at home in that scenario but I think the hard thing is just having that accountability and you know I think that that ultimately is like why I found CrossFit why CrossFit resonated with me so much in the first place was that community so it's been hard I like street parking a lot I like their you know their Facebook group 
right now actually I'm a little bit annoyed because they're running a macro challenge. And so basically it's just turned into like the working, like the same thing as like the WAG Facebook group where I'm like, please stop asking whether no, or not you need to count the macros on like your stop, socks. Stop the madness. Like just, your body is smarter than macros. Oh my yeah, God. And I'm going to die. Somebody was like, I'm seven weeks postpartum. Like, what should I do for breastfeeding? And I'm like, don't count oh, it. You're seven weeks postpartum. Stop. Like, give yourself a break. And oh. I love, by the way, BirthFit put out a great blog post today that was like, if you're counting macros in the motherhood transition, ask yourself why. Yes. So go read that blog post. It was great. But anyway, it drove me nuts. And and as someone who counted macros starting at like 10, eight weeks postpartum, I was totally guilty of that. And looking back, like, I can't believe I did that to myself. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. And regardless. also I will say that at that time I had an amazing coach who mm-hmm. was a PA who like, she literally is a physician's assistant. Oh like, yeah. She, you loved her. I remember that. I loved her. And she had like a really good big picture view of my macros. Like every single time I would, I would write in and be like, I'm not losing weight. She'd be like, Claire, you're breastfeeding. Like chill out. Mm-hmm. I don't, I think that she is like one in a million of macro coaches who would actually ever say that to me or say that to someone versus mm-hmm. being like, okay, well, whatever you think. She was really helped me keep my head in check. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Nikki. Um, hi, Nikki. Anyway, so long story short, usually the Facebook group at street parking is great. It's turned a little bit into like a macros madness, which is bothering me, but, um, and we're going to get after this. Now we're going to get an email of somebody being like, you guys can't just bash macros all the time. (laughs) (laughs) It's really hard. We're, we are screwed either way. Honestly, we're screwed either way. We are. We can't recommend macros because it leads to eating disorders. Right. We can't tell people that macros leads to eating disorders because it doesn't lead to eating disorders for everybody. Right. Guys, I am disclaimer. I counted macros for a year and I, Claire Cook, counted macros for a year and a half and I did not get an eating disorder. Mm -hmm. I did not lose my period. I did not like go through an anxiety with having to, you know, stop counting macros. But I did. I did. Yes. So so I did. I had a perfectly healthy, (laughs) normal experience. I lost some weight. I learned some stuff. I decided I was tired of it and I stopped. Yeah. Like my experience with it was 100% fine. And if Mm -hmm. you were going to have the experience that I had, then go for it. Mm -hmm. But if it doesn't work that way for everybody and you need to be aware of that. Right. Okay. Yeah. Disclaimer Mm -hmm. over. Disclaimer. Done. Disclaimer over. Back to the point that the fact that I spent all this money on gym equipment for my home and have used it one time. Um, so I don't know the, the question that that person asked also is like, how do you motivate to work out by yourself? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm trying to figure it out. It's actually really hard. Yeah. I'd really like to get into a routine where I like wake up and go into the garage and do a workout before everyone else gets up because you don't have to get up that much earlier if you're working out of your house. Yeah. Most of the street parking workouts are like 10 to 30 minutes long. They're not super long workouts. So if I'm, you know, if I'm just warming up and doing the workout, we're talking about like maybe 45 minutes at the most. Yeah. Like I can get up freaking 45 minutes early. Yeah. I just haven't. I wish there was a way for all of us to have like a group FaceTime where we could just put our phones out and be like, we're working out together. Yeah. Because that way I I would, if like, if I knew that I was accountable and I had to do a home workout. Like if I knew that like a bunch of people were going to like, maybe we're going to start doing Instagram lives every time I work out and be like, hey, I'm not going to like point the camera in a flattering angle. You're probably going to see my butt like a couple times with doing burpees, but like, please just watch me work out so that I feel like So I'm going to feel accountable. I think uh, Shelly Eddington did that on the assault bike once. And so she just propped her phone up on the bike and she was like, I just was watching the comments go by and she's like, it really helped. So I feel like that would be something we should do at some point is just to have everyone put their phones up and then we all have some sort of like, you know, Group. But I don't want to have to read the comments either because I'm no, working like out. No, but like a group, but like a group uh, video or some of some sort. We'll figure yeah. it out. We're, details, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I think that would be really fun, though. <laughs> well, I'll let you guys know if I decide to Instagram live working out in my garage at like five fifteen in the morning. Yeah, 
I'm sure go. you guys would all be so excited Everyone's about that. Everyone's going to be up, up, and at them. Yes. Uh, someone asked what our favorite kind of wine is. Well, <laughs> uh, we've answered this before, actually. And I have to say, our friend Andrea, who works, uh, I believe it's for a winery. Sorry, Andrea. I'm really bad at details with that stuff. But Does she work for a wine distributor? Wine or distributor. Winery? Wine distributor. Thank you. And yeah. she uh, introduced us to a bunch of really good wines because once I said the prisoner was my favorite wine, she's like, oh. So I, maybe we're going to have Andrea give us like her top 10 because she was yeah. like, Joy. The prisoner's really expensive, and you can oh, get some Luna's way in, in here. Oh, hey, Lunagram. <laughs> just jumped on the bed. I had no idea she was coming in here. Um, by the way, last night when we FaceTimed and she stole Miles' sandwich out of his hand, or Brenna out oh of bread, was like the saddest he was thing. Dev- he was devastated. It was so fast. She was like a ninja. Yeah, Luna is ninja when it comes to taking food out of Miles' hand because Miles just like blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So Miles had a piece of banana bread that we bought at a coffee shop and he had eaten the whole thing in the, early in the day, but we had like one corner left and he found it. Or I found it in my pocket and he was so excited and I gave it to him and he, and then he wanted to FaceTime Joy, which is so cute that he it wanted to cute. FaceTime you. It is cute. But <clears throat> so he's sitting there FaceTiming Joy and like sort of just holding his bread in the other hand and Luna just comes out of nowhere and takes it and he was Death. Oh, it was so sad. So then you, it, you, but you soothed him by giving him butter. Yeah, spoonful of butter. This <laughs> child, he was. I was like, he loves butter. He's obsessed with it. He just literally wants to eat spoonfuls of butter, which is disgusting. Claire texted like, me. I am all yeah. for bulletproof. I will yeah. put butter in my coffee all day long, but I will not eat a freaking spoonful of butter. No, that's kind of gross. But it was the funny other day. I was yeah. cooking eggs, <laughs> and I gave him like a little pat of butter, and I was doing vegetables. Like this has happened more than once now. I gave him a little pat of butter because he was helping me. I was holding him while I was like stirring. And so I handed it to him thinking that he would like drop it into the pan. And instead he just ate it. <laughs> That's the best. I was like, that is not what I meant for you to do with that. But okay. <laughs> anyway. So we'll have Andrea uh, put together. Yeah, we'll, we'll have Andrea put together her favorites because she definitely schooled me on. She's like, that's way too expensive and you can get way better wine for a better price. And I completely agree with her because the ones that she suggested were phenomenal. Oh, and I, phenomenal. Need, I need your help, Andrea. I don't have yeah. any like I don't go I don't go for any like specific brands. I like uh, Malbec's. Yeah. Um, or I like I um, whenever I shop the the liquor stores and I, you know, I'm looking for a good wine. I always go to the wines uh, from Spain. I just pick out the cool labels. Or really, I see. I always feel like wine. Wine from label sp- shopper. Wine from Spain. I feel like I can never go wrong because I always like them. Or the Infinite Monkey from Colorado is like hands yeah, down my favorite. Yeah. So if you guys are have Infinite Monkey Theorem, holy moly. So that winery, it's expensive, it's expensive, is right down the street from our house, from my house. And that was the story when I said I got really drunk on the wine tasting. And oh my gosh, yes. yeah, but it was so much fun. We need to do that soon. Yeah. Okay. Sizing to four athletics. Oh, yeah. It's, this is a common question. We should have yeah. talked about this earlier yeah. when we talked about. They are, I would say, true to size. Um, look at their sizing chart on their website and compare I, th- I would say it's comparable like their sizing chart is comparable to nike or lulu so i, I, I wear, really yeah go ahead i wear a six in lulu or do i wear a four what size do you wear i'm between a six and an eight in lulu oh i think i'm a six then i'd have mm-hmm. to look i think i'm like i think i'm pretty sure i'm a six and we so joy's between a six and an eight i'm a six we both wear mediums in four athletics and they mm-hmm. fit pretty well yep uh or fit really well i would say um 
the shorts, if you're going for the shorts, I haven't tried their booty shorts, but they're like kind of running shorts. They ran a little bit small. Yeah, those did run small. But for the leggings, Mm -hmm. they fit true to size. So look at the sizing chart. Um, and you know, it's, and like, what do you wear in a Nike, in Nike? I'm pretty straight up medium in Nike. So same thing. Yeah. Medium in Nike, medium in four athletics, six to eight in Lulu. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like whenever I am shopping a small, medium, large, I always order a medium and I can always, it, it always fits. So uh, that's kind of like my standard Lulu. Yeah, I'm usually, size, small, medium, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of usually, depending on what I'm ordering, I'm usually between a small and a medium because I'm really short and petite. Like I have narrow hips and narrow shoulders, but I'm not like super skinny. Um, depending on what it is, I usually go small or medium and this one, I'm a pretty solid medium. So, yeah. uh, why are you growing out an undercut? Please discuss. Why am I growing out an undercut? Mm-hmm. Cause I got tired of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just was a phase and the phase ended. Yeah. It's, there's nothing really like monumental about it. Yeah. I did come to find out that I have a weird hairline. On the back of my neck, which, hmm. like, you wouldn't really know about yourself until you get your hair You have a very low hairline. That's remember? the thing. Most yeah. people's hairline is tapered in the back. Mine is, like, a straight line across the bottom of my neck. The reason I know this is when you got your undercut, I was like, holy cow, yeah. you have, like, the lowest hairline I've ever seen. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. It's like, you would never have known this about me had I not shaved off half my hair. <laughs> and... It, anyway, it doesn't, I mean, like, it's neither here nor there. It's not like I judge myself based on the hairline. Now, but, like, most people, like, the back their hairline is, like, a V, and mine is literally just, like, a square. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, it just was, it was fun. I enjoyed having an undercut. Glaring it out has been kind of a pain, but it hasn't been too bad. Yeah. And I liked it while it lasted. It was fun to be creative. It was fun to do something different. And then I got tired of it, so I figured yeah. it out. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, big story there. <laughs> no secret society? No. Yeah. And let's see, we're almost out of time. Do we want to talk about Camp Wildchild real quick? Okay. Like, like just a quick little, like, this is coming up. Yeah. We don't have to. Labor Day. Yeah. Mark your calendars a year from now. But yeah, put it on the calendar. Next Labor Day. We're going to host, we're working with Camp Wildchild to host a um, fitness summer camp for adults. It's going to be three days, like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday over Labor Day weekend. So you can go home on Sunday night and still have Monday off. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's going to be in um, south, not super south, like central west Colorado. And it's like about not quite two hours from DAA. And we're just really excited. There's going to be like games and races and workouts and swimming. And it's just going to be really fun. Yeah, it's so I'm just so excited for the chicks that run this program and contacted us. So it's like pretty much four days of three days or three days of adventure fun camp that I never I went I never went to camp as a kid so this is like living out a dream for me I always wanted to live out like the what the hell is that you movie I wanted to go to camp um like in oh my gosh why can't I uh, why can't I think of the twin nope the twin <laughs> the twin movie oh parent trap. thank you <laughs> Duh. I always watched that movie and I was like oh why don't I, I get to go camp. to camp that looks like so I much know. fun so this is your chance yeah. next Labor Day, mm-hmm. yeah. a year from now. Put it on the calendar. Mm-hmm. Is there one more short question we can answer? So um, as far as a short question, I'm just going to look really quick. Hmm. Miles, when he's looking for something, he goes, hmm, see. Hmm, see. <laughs> that was so cute when I was, when we were at dinner and he was, or no, it was at, uh, at Just Be Kitchen. 
And I went to order my oh, food yeah. and he got really upset and it was so cute because yeah, I was holding him. Hold him. I was holding him. I was ordering. I was when I was talking and I think I had like glitter on my eyes or something because he kept like touching my eyes and then he yeah. was like touching my earrings and then he was like touching mm-hmm. my headband. Like he was just like checking it all out. He's like, what is going on <laughs> with your face? There's so much glitter. What is going on with your face? <laughs> I ask myself that every morning. It was so cute. On your face. <laughs> And then it was so cute. He just like put his head on my chest and I was like, oh, I'm going to cry. Like ordering my breakfast crying. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. I just have a lot of feelings. I just love a lot of feelings. Um, there's really not a short question, no. So I'm not going to get into that one. It's basically like, how do you balance life with everything? And I'm like, well, oh, God. I really don't. We don't have a lot of, we don't no. take ourselves too seriously. Um, I mean, but really like as far as we get that balance question a lot, like, how do you handle it all? I'm like, we're just, you know, you just kind of laugh at yourself. Like there's shit that's going to fall through the cracks. I, I, you're not, you, you can't be perfect at everything. Did you read everything. that post, um, that the She Thrives blog girl wrote? I um, didn't read it, but it got shared around a lot this week. Mm. So if you guys don't follow the blog, it's She, She Thrives. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently she wrote an interesting post about that topic, which basically was like, there is no such thing as balance. Like you're just going to kind of have to fake it till you make it on this one. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's actually, that was kind of the gist. It's like, there's no such thing as balance. I think you really just have to kind of accept that you're never going to feel like, Hey, everything in my life is in equal proportion. Yeah. Something is always going to be getting less or more of your attention than you think it should. Well, balance makes me think that you have to have this equal proportion of everything i'm like that's just not how it goes uh if you're not familiar with jen hatmaker she just wrote another book called of mess of mess and moxie and it's so funny it's she's extremely uh religious and so it has that flair to it but i find her delightful and she's kind of in the realm of the Brene browns and so Mm. um her blog i think Brene brown was just on her podcast yeah exactly and so she uh, i don't know why i'm telling you that i'm sure i found that information (laughs) out from you Her book is so funny, and I highly recommend that you listen to it because she reads it, and she kind of goes off on tangents. And so she tells you at the beginning, she's like, I know that I wrote this book, but I just can't like stick to a script. So whenever I go off script, I'll tell you. And so it's really cute. She has all these like little side notes. It's adorable. And it's really fun. I, I think especially mothers will really appreciate what she has to say just because she talks so much about family and trying to do it all. And she's like, look, I just tell my kids to like fend for themselves. And she's like, just very, very generous with herself in terms of like, yeah, Yeah. candid, but also like she just has a lot of grace. And so it's a, it's a refreshing book and just kind of makes you laugh. And like I said, very Brene Brown ish. Mm -hmm. So um, that's, that's what I say about balance is like, I think in a way we just kind of have to take our our life less seriously. And I really want to sing a Indigo yeah. Girls song right about now, but I'm not going to. If you guys have ever listened to the Indigo Girls, you know what I'm talking about. And I heard one of their songs the other day and I listened to their albums. I probably knew every song by heart when I was in high school. That was like my anthems. Do you even know who so they funny. are, Claire? Yes, I know what song okay. you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm not that... I'm not that young, and I'm not that like out of. I mean, I, mean, I, know, you I do did, know every instinct song did, out there. But. You did grow up in Boulder, which I got to say is yeah, like the crunchiest. A lot of girls, a lot of Indigo girls. I did see them at Although that. Although I did, what was that? that when who was the person I thought was a boy? Mm. <laughs> when was um, this? Was like episode one? It wasn't David Pat Benatar. Pat Benatar. <laughs> yeah. 
bad metaphor with a man. Oh, that was the best. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like Billie Holiday? I love him. I love him. (laughs) All right, guys, that's it for this week. I think we got to wrap it up. Okay, sounds good. All right, talk to you later. Have a good week, guys. Bye.